everybody. Welcome to episode 244 of the Go Gorilla Filmcaster, source for all things indie film. I am one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. I'm another host, contractor, Paul Robinson. Mm. I do contract work. I'm a drywaller, you know? You... Here's the thing. So we're building a wall with a doorway in it. Not a door, just a doorway. Um, and it's, you know, it's a lot of work. Um, and it's, it's cool. You know, I, I enjoy doing handy stuff. Um, I learn a lot and stuff, but it's, it's, um, boy, does that drywall get messy? Yeah. <laughs> it gets, when, cause here's the thing, you know, I, mm-hmm. I mix my own mud as mm-hmm. they say in the biz. Mm-hmm. Um, so it gets, you know, it it gets it gets messy, and I put stuff down, but sure enough, that shit falls right where it's an opening. You yes, know? yes, it does. So it has, that's fun times. It's definitely done that. Um, so I don't know if anything has happened. Yeah, there was something I wanted to. There were so. Um, what? So there were a, a bunch of the um, visual effects artists. We're speaking out about Ant Man, mm. Quantum Mania, Quantum Verse, the Quantum Verse, because um, you know people were like, "What the hell is this garbage?" And uh, they're like, "Hey, you know, tell me about it, right?" You know, they didn't have enough time. Priority was shifted from this to Wakanda mm-hmm. movie, Black Panther. Black Panther. <laughs> Sorry. The Wakanda uh, movie. Um, so they didn't have a lot of time, and and things were. Uh, it was. A, I was reading through this article about what some of these people were saying, and it was, you know, stuff that I deal with as well, but not on that scale at all. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I felt their pain sincerely. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I just don't know what's going on over at Marvel. You know, Marvel used to be kind of like you know, the top tier visual effects, you know, when it, especially when it first started. But now it's like they're like bottom tier visual effects. I mean, you look at after She-Hulk and now this. And I mean, I don't remember the last time I saw a Marvel movie was like, that was impressive. I mean, I don't uh, think that they... Endgame I thought was done really well. That's a different movie. They did uh, Thanos, you know, that see, that's the thing, right? Where When they did Thanos... Listen, can they I just, had a lot of. Can um, I just explain? To, can I detail explain to you what's this, happening? Yes. Let me explain to you what's happening. Here. Yeah, uh, okay. uh, people are greedy. Yes, but let me explain what's happening. This is all your fault. Okay, you Marvel simp's. Yeah. You indulge every fucking thing they do. You give them all the numbers they want, right? And so they know that even low-level characters like. Ant Man, a man who becomes the size of an ant, right? They know he's not as exciting as the other characters, but you're going to watch it. You're going to go to the theater and you're going to give them their money. So they reserve their best works for Avenger type movies, Spider Man, big shit, because we don't have these complaints with those movies. Counterpoint. Um. Yes, there. That is a point there, but I would I would argue 
You that gotta raise that just, light because that flickering is gonna, just because I'm, gonna, I'm not taking hostages. So. Just because something is successful doesn't mean that it gives you the right to. I'm not saying that. Start slacking on but the thing. That, no lesson is going to be learned if you guys keep oh. making them billionaires. Okay? It's just, that's just a fact. This is your fault because you guys complain about the effects and then you race over to the next film, which you know was not Listen. made in enough time to actually be good. We know this already, okay? It's like a Shyamalan production with me, right? Where I go, there's not, that's not enough time. He just made a movie last year. That movie came out. He's already got one coming out again. How how was this enough time to develop properly? And then lo and behold, it's like it wasn't, right? This is the problem. This Listen, is the problem. There's too many of these damn movies. Listen. If, how many if, Marvel characters are there? Does anybody, someone knows the count. Oh, I, Brandon. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, what, what, I don't know, 200 probably, and probably more than that. Someone's going to be like, yeah. From 1963 to 1918, you know, when they went back in time say, and then and, and created a multiverse of the multiverse. And then, you know, there were 16,000 Marvel characters and then they jumped into the future. It's like, look, there's too many fucking characters and it's not special anymore. There's nothing special about these movies. Nothing happens that's amazing. And the thing that gets me. <laughs> which is amusing i'll say it's amusing but like you guys sit at the end of a movie because you know that they're going to introduce whatever crap they're going to suck you in with next mm -hmm. right this is yeah. why you sit there intentionally do it you guys don't budge because you know something's coming right yeah. then they drop the easter egg and you guys are like oh what the fuck did you think we were doing here? That's why we're sitting here, you idiots. Because they're going to drop a hint to the character that the next movie is going to focus on. This is not a surprise. Why is this a surprise? You should already know if you're into the comics, right? Who's coming next? You go through the story and you're oh, like, yeah. oh, this happened here. So it's, it's either this person, this person, or this person. But then everybody acts like, oh my God, can you believe it? This next person, like, yes, I absolutely can believe it. This has been written down already. This has been figured out. You knew it. All right. And it's amusing to watch because it's like people are getting excited. But at the same time, I'm like, why are you getting excited? Like, you knew they were going to do this. Yeah. And you have to stop. It's like American Horror Story. I won't do it anymore. Right. Once the rating, like, they, there's people that will continue to watch no matter what. They still think the show is good. And I question your decisions in life if at this point if after coven you were still in hmm. i question your decisions in life even coven i was like halfway in hmm. they were starting to lose me but yeah. i was like there were some redeeming moments but we're, we're starting to head downhill here yeah after that i was like i can't do this anymore and i'm not gonna keep putting myself through this <laughs> because it got progressively worse i would watch like the first episode i think i watched the first episode of the hotel one <clears throat> mm -hmm. and the first episode of Roanoke and I was like no no and then I stopped because I'm just like yeah and so whatever ones they've had since then I've not even watched because I'm just like not doing this yeah, to myself the, uh, the, I think the last one I watched was the, the circus one. Oh, that's right we did watch that I'm sorry yes we yes that's what happened we watched Coven 
And I was like, mm, but it happens, you know, like not every season's going to be amazing. And then we watched the circus one. Did we finish the circus one? I don't think so. I don't think we I even don't, finished that. I finished so I that. didn't even bother to finish that because I don't know what happened. And then I, I jumped in because I was like, maybe. No, it never happened again. So I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. People want to give that dude ratings. That's fine. He does do stuff that I like. That's just not one of them anymore. Mm. And I think that's what happened, right? It's like it de- that you developed diehard fans and yeah. then you stopped trying. And that's exactly yeah. what Disney has done with every Marvel movie, yeah. except for like the big, big ones when it comes to Spider-Man and like when they get everybody together or they're like, oh, we're we're going to have like four or five characters in a movie. Oh, okay, well, we'll give that one attention. And then it's just like everything else it's is just... like, if it's, it's like, it's an appetizer. Right. This yep. Ant-Man is what's meant to hold you over until the next big movie well, and all yeah. that shit. There's actually not a ton coming out this year. Um, you know, usually they'll have like. But listen to how that's up. this year. These movies should take a long time to make. If they you do, have but they can several of these movies one. coming out in yeah. a year, then you're not spending the appropriate amount of time, especially on the effects, which we have seen. As of late, yeah, there's only so many post houses. There's just like my God, my God. Yeah, people. and uh, can you not go a year? <laughs> what happens if a whole year or a year and a half, two years know, passes? There's and hives have... and it gets ugly. <laughs> it's um, itchy. Like I'm not a um, I, I'm not a uh, 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 a union person. You know, I think unions are great on paper, but very seldom are follow through well. Um, but if there isn't some kind of change in the visual effects industry. I think it's it's going to be. I mean, it's already like the the burnout in that industry is just insane. I don't think there's going to be because if people continue to accept subpar effects for the sake of uh, nostalgia, well, but that's then the they'll thing, be like, right? why like, why would we do anything about those? subpar effects? But not but the visual effects artists. This is the problem I always have with. Right, but what I'm saying is, why are they going to be like, hey, you know what? We're pushing the envelope here, right? We're asking way too much of these people. Well, that's why you need someone and, to step in and, and say, you know, blah, blah. They're not going to do that. No, they're not going to do that if you keep sitting down and making it worth their while. When their box office hits, keep making money, regardless of how terrible the effects are. Why would they give people the appropriate time to make those effects better if they made all that money with them looking the way they did? Like, why would you do that? Then I well, do because that. That, that lasts only so long before it's people will, will eventually stop going. You know, I don't think that'll ever happen. I it think will. That's the there, there is definitely a point. A lot of there is a lot of um, you know. Look, I, I'm in the forums. Okay, you know, I know what's happening. <laughs> I got my finger on the pulse of uh, comic book movie. No, I think I think there is a point and I think, you know, it's teetering and I and I feel like because the thing is, is, is it's not just the, facts, the stories are bad. The stories are bad, bad. But Ant-Man specifically wasn't supposed to like it was. It was like not really supposed to be the start of the next phase. And, and so it's one of those things where they probably never even had the movie finished written before they started filming it sort of thing. And. Ugh, you know, I thought more about Ant-Man because I was kind of defending it last week and mm-hmm. I just... Have you accepted that it's kind of terrible? I think so. I think it fin- yeah. I think it kind of hit me. It was because, pretty terrible. <laughs> you know, we reviewed it fairly quickly after we watched it. and You were and, still on the Marvel high. Yeah, there was... But I just look back and I'm just like, that was... Because, you know, I don't want to I don't want to rehash it, but it's like... You're in the quantum realm, 
and it could be space. There's spaceships and anywhere people and it's fucking weird. It's yeah, I, I don't know. It just it was just not good. Yeah. Anyway, well, um, but anyhow. I saw that, so I thought I'd bring it up because okay. I stand with my vis- visual effects brethren. I, I I don't know that they're going to – I know they seek justice, but I think they'll be denied. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't think there's going to be change until moviegoers start demanding more, especially when you're charging, you know – what movie theaters charge for tickets and then it's oh, like you're God, sitting yeah. through a movie and you're like this is like garbage most of us, <laughs> like, i would hope that most of us go just because we don't want to be spoiled because everybody has to spoil stuff that's what keeps me going i'm always going to go for the most i mean i didn't see like but what did anything get spoiled for you oh yeah like the, the next day i can't go online until i see the movie god forbid yeah. um yeah and what am i going to do not go online <laughs> <I'm> crazy <laughs> so uh, we did watch. We we reviewed some stuff. Um, we are, it's it's gonna be crazy the next uh, couple of months because we're shooting in the end of April. Mm-hmm. Should all things go as planned, um, we have a rehearsal set up, and uh, I don't know. Uh, we we've lost our our focus pillar, <laughs> so so you're now having to be the focus pillar, which you are used to doing. Mm-hmm. It just sucks because it takes longer. Um, unless by some miracle we're able to find somebody local, but there there are no local fo- focus pullers. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we just have to roll with the punches. As I've said, it happened too easily. I knew things were going to go wrong, and here we are. So um, we're now going to be in the process of getting our crowdfunding page together, deciding what we're doing with the video for that. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a whole disaster. So I don't know like how many guests we're going to have in that time because it's just kind of like focusing on that instead. But, you know, we're still watching things. Lots of things have come out. Lots of shows are going to be ending that we've been waiting for so we can just go through them. Yep. Um, we watched, uh, like I said, two things. We watched a show and a movie. So we watched um, Woman King. Um, yeah. <clears throat> now, anybody who knows me knows that Miss Davis can do no wrong for me. Um, she is one of the best actresses. She's Not only of our time. But yeah, ever. she's just she's phenomenal. She's phenomenal. So even if she's in something that I don't love, I enjoy watching her. That's how good of an actor she is. Um, so this film was a right uh, of comic book movies. Yeah, this um, it's very small. Well, yeah. it's not like massive. No. Um, a girl's got to eat. You know what I mean? Um, this was directed by Gina Prince by the Wood, who you would know from uh, Old Guard. Um, this was written by Dana Stevens and Maria Bello. Um, so two women. Uh, Isn't she an actor? Maria Bello? Is she? Sounds familiar, but. Yeah. 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 She's, yeah, she's that actor. Um, she's that actor, yeah. She's that actor, yeah. <laughs> well, Maria Bello, the actor that I'm, thinking, you know. Yeah. Um, so. They both wrote this, and then uh, Gina was the director for it. Um, so the the story it, it follows. Um, I'm gonna de- I'm gonna destroy the names probably. Forgive me. Um, I believe that the 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 female warriors were the Agoji warriors. Mm. I think you. I think it's a hard G. Yeah. I don't know. It's not a, a yoji. I think it's a goji. Um, and so uh, they uh, are part of uh, the Dahomey kingdom. 
in uh, in West Africa. This is like early 1800s-ish around there, I believe. Memory serves. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and this was the, this was interesting because there was there was there was controversy, if you will, about this movie. Um, and the, was there? I don't know yes. if I heard this. Yes. Um, so the, what did I think of the movie? I thought, I thought the choreography was really cool. Mm -hmm. I thought the fight sequences were really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, nice cinematography, all that was fine. I thought that this, that the actors were stronger than the film. I thought they were sure. stronger than the story. The story was very like ABC, really. There was nothing, yeah, much it to was it. Pretty, I mean, but I, I assume it was based on. Well, that's okay. we'll get into that. So, um, my problem with it was that there were too many heavy hitters. I felt like oh, I think so. Yeah, that I felt like the 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 um I'm trying to think. so it was Viola Davis, um, uh, I think it's Thuso Nawi. Uh, Lashana Lynch, who we know from Matilda, uh, Sheila Adam, a team, John Boyega, as we know. Um, first of all, John Boyega had the best accent. His yeah. accent was like, yeah, it was good, perfect. Other people were slipping in and out, yeah. which gets distracting, and it's also distracting to me. I know that it has to be done, but I, I, I mean, hate... to be fair, he probably had the small, like the least dialogue as well. But. No, but when he had dialogue, it was fantastic. I love Viola Davis, but she would slip in and out. Like her mm -hmm. accent wasn't perfect. It's a tough one. It's a tough that one. A really tough it's a one. very tough accent to do. So I'm not like shitting on any anybody for it. But I, when he was speaking, I was like, wow, his accent. It stood out that mm -hmm. his accent was so strong. Um, <clears throat> but it always makes me crazy when I'm watching something that is taking place in another country and everyone's speaking English. Yeah. You know, I always like, especially a movie like this. We were talking did, about uh, what like was that other movie, that, The Last Samurai. Every no, like every movie they've done that yeah. with everything. They do that there with so that. many movies. Wherever it's like, oh, they're in another. I mean, they've done this with Mulan. Yeah. Right. It's like, oh, why? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, why are yeah, we speaking that, but... English? <laughs> yeah. But the problem is, Americans are slow. And we don't like to read subtitles. And so we will not stand for this. Also, also, these actors don't know how to speak these languages. And we know we have to have stars. So it's like, it's yeah. got to be famous people that we know. Well, I mean, would you have seen it if it was? It depends. Let me tell you something. Well, yeah, I mean, Viola Davis I, you wouldn't was... have been so excited. You wouldn't yeah, have been Viola seeking Davis it out. Viola Davis was what got my ass in the seat. But honestly, I'm a sucker for any good choreography yeah. and fight choreography. So if I had watched that trailer, I'd have been like, oh, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like yeah. Anything where people are flipping around, like there's a new. It's like a comedy. It's so crazy. I saw the trailer for it and I was like, what the hell is happening? It's so convoluted, but awesome at the same time. I mm. think they're they're indian but from so they're from the uk but they're they're asian and then but it's like it's fighting and kung fu and like i don't know what's happening yeah, I don't know. it's like an indian wedding but with kung fu and i was like and it's girls so i was just like oh i think i, know I don't know any about. of these people but when i saw the choreography for yeah. it i was like i want to watch this so yeah i would still watch it if it they gave me a cool film if they it was uh you know marketed where everybody saw that then i'd be right. like yeah i want to see this um, that it's just like, I don't know, that always kind of throws me off a bit. I felt like the actors were crazy strong. 
and like I found that at times like they were fighting the story because like the characters weren't strong enough or doing enough yeah. for their talent. I don't know how to explain it. It was just like, uh, it seems like they could have done that with their eyes shut kind of thing. Like, cause they're, they were very, very strong in their parts. Yeah. And I thought that the writing was okay. Like it was okay. Now the controversy, it's a controversy that we can take up with literally anything. So the problem is that if you're watching, so what was your take on John Boyega's character watching that? Uh, what do you mean? Like the, the character like what itself? Was the, like what the... was the takeaway on him as a character and what he was doing and his morality and all that? Um, In terms of what was happening outside of the walls. He, it seemed like he was kind of, you know, there was like, so the, the slave trade, right? You had the slave trade, which was making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And then he, he, they seemed to be all benefiting from that. Right. Um, and, and, and then towards the end, didn't he kind of like cut off that, that trade? But I don't know if he cut it off necessarily because he thought it was wrong or if because he, it was like a pride thing and he wanted to be, uh, not beholden to Americans, but not Europeans because Europeans, also, sorry. Right. Uh, at that time. Um, but not because he thought trading slaves was wrong, inherently wrong. See, so I guess it was kind of wishwashy because he then at the end he you know did you know, spoilers obviously, but he did you know name her the woman king and he, you know he did live in a, a society in which allowed women to fight and go to war and stuff, which I assume at the time wasn't like a popular choice. I had a slightly different take. I felt like his so that his character was painted as like this guy who was sort of forced to play along, but was 100 percent against this. Right. And created this sort of utopia for his people that would not have to partake in this and that he was doing when that the involvement that he had, he took part in begrudgingly. That's yeah. how I felt. Yeah, because there was he that was... scene where he wanted to kind of see uh, uh, if there was any uh, benefit to selling the palm oil mm-hmm. um, versus having to. What was the alternative? Right, they were just going to go to war or or, or something remember. like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there was that. That's true. I forgot about that. But so the the problem, <laughs> the problem is that with all of these. Uh, with all of these types of, uh, I want to say like biopic, but based on you know, mm-hmm. you take you take a historic story and then you know you start picking things apart. You, you make a movie. I think the problem that people forget is that the most important thing, the coolest kid in the room, is the marketability of the story. It's not the accuracy. It's the marketability to a studio. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. How do we sell this to the masses? Mm-hmm. How do you make that more? Uh, pleasing to the palate, if you will. Um, so King Gezo, which was Boyega's character, the problem is that he was not this understanding, kind leader. He was actually a notorious slave trader, mm. <laughs> like notorious for slave trading, not like he was being forced into it and, you know, you know like, 
if only we could not be doing this. It was that he was notorious for it and that he used that to provide wealth to his kingdom. Hmm. Um, so, and this happened, this happened, I mean, there, the Native Americans had slaves. I mean, there were lots of people that had slaves um, and he was very much into that slave trade. Um, the problem is that he was also apparently known for raiding neighboring areas and like kidnapping people for slave trade. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, like nobody's walking in like, oh, is this the line for slavery? Mm, I'm yeah. in. You know, obviously this is happening by force. But, you know, you you want to think like, oh, it's only happening to this subcategory of people or this. It's like, no, like we're actually we're, we're raiding, you know, raiding areas and kidnapping people to create slaves. And if I remember correctly, uh, he had like the second largest he held the second largest slave trade. Mm. So it wasn't just like he dabbled in it. He was successful, wildly successful. Yeah. So it was, it was in but numbers. But number one, so he just didn't try hard enough. It was in numbers. And that that's the thing. It's like, okay, so Viola Davis and other people obviously on the film have come to its defense saying like, you know, you have to make a story and this and that. Um, I kind of wish it had just been about the women. Yeah, yeah. I felt like there was too much about like just leave like I realized well, that, if we're if we're gonna take liberties here, just leave the dude out. Yeah. I mean, and make say. another story, right, that's based on warrior women and based on the Agoji tra- uh, warriors. But let's not get into all of that and start changing because it's one thing to be like uh, we're going to take some liberties. It's another thing to be like, oh, this guy who is notorious for slave trades. Oh, no, no. And in the story, he's a good guy. It's like, no, he wasn't. Not even close. Well, Tarantino changes, so, the, changes the past in his films, too. Yeah, but he I mean, he t- he's taking creative liberties with like, OK, we're going to we're going to try to turn turn the victim into the hero. Not saying that not um, exploiting the victim. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, in, yeah. in no, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, he tried to, you know, pull a narrative that where Sharon Tate survives. Right. And then and then and and uh, Manson and his crew get the due justice, you know, and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, I think it's it's uh, I think if this is this, there's there's so many ways to tell this story without having to be specific. Yes. You know, uh, yeah. which I guess is your point. And so like. Um, because I don't think he had any uh, uh, bearing on the story other than the end when she she was anointed woman king, which was like a, a huge honor. Um, but yeah, I mean, all that stuff with his character, I think, was as simple as the story was. I felt like that was unnecessary. Yeah, because it didn't it didn't push the story forward at all. The story was about Viola Davis and her her uh, crew of of warriors of warriors yeah yeah i that that was the most exciting for me was like when they, i was like all right let's get back to that because that's what i that's what i came here for right and you know it's like i re i realize we're talking about history and this is how thing that this is how things were and sometimes still are depending on 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 culture but i'm just like i didn't know the story at that point i found out after the fact that there had been a controversy but i was just kind of like i mean this guy already has a bunch of wives <laughs> yeah He's got a bunch of wives and he seems not to like being challenged. 
changed. Yep. So I feel like this dude's probably not the greatest guy and it's it's sort of being sugarcoated. But here's the thing. Um, like everything else, especially now, it was there were calls for boycotts of this movie. Don't watch this movie. Boycott this movie because they portrayed this character incorrectly. Everybody does that, though. Like, what? how is this movie different from any other movie? 12 Years a Slave. Yeah. Great movie. Love that movie. Massive amounts of liberties there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Because you have to make the story palpable mm-hmm. to an audience. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's it's right. You know, I'm not saying like, yay, let's do that. And it's no problem. Like, I understand the issue with that. But we could say that with The Last Samurai. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. okay. And there were issues with that, right? People were like, um, mm-hmm. yeah, as well, you should be like, um, that's not accurate. Um, but they're not. Like, we're, you know, you have to know that when you're going into these movies. I, I'm convinced that, I, like, I would love to find a story that is entertaining in its facts because everything that i've watched that's mm-hmm. based on something uh when we watched the uh was with uh what's her face reese witherspoon with uh, about the memphis three mm-hmm. like i am i know a lot about that case i went like into the basement with that case so when that movie came out i was like man they just like it, let's just wrap this up like they yeah. were just like how do we do this in well, in 90 minutes and it was yeah. like you don't you yeah. don't well, do this in 90 is, minutes is, is any real it's hard to take something that really happened and make it in a format in which is um uh in which people can sit down and watch and 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 absorb in a way that they're used to seeing, mm-hmm. right? You know, you can you can make a, a film with like five acts, or you can make something weird, you know, whatever that people aren't used to seeing, and it's not gonna, it's not going to, it's not going to uh, register with a lot of people that way. And so, uh, those uh, corners have to be cut, and and things have to be changed to format it so it can be viewed as a movie the truth makes a different movie that's the thing the truth well and the even, truth is also subjective right one person's sure. one person's uh account. Uh, uh, account of of the facts will completely conflict somebody else's right everybody remembers the same thing differently so who gets to tell the truth well that's impossible it's, i think there are very few stories that all the facts will be like laid out we see this in documentaries yeah. Okay, that people will complain about the way something was edited or that, you know, I mean, because sometimes people don't realize that documentaries are they're, they're written, right? There is a, yeah. there is a script to them. There, there has to be like a formatting there's to a it. Narrative yeah, there's a narrative. Yeah, there's still a narrative. And, uh, you know, people take liberties with them things all the time because they want they want to make it more exciting for the viewer even Ray, even walk the line there's yeah. tons of things with johnny cash and people are like that never happened and this never happened and mm-hmm. it's like right but the story the way they wrote it is what made it exciting for you and that's what you're watching right? you tell like, the story for it's a it's probably it's just a documentary at that point or just a reenactment mm-hmm. of a doc you know um and so they want to tell it in a in a format that people are used to seeing and i feel like you know, it's, I don't know, if there's something about the story that you feel is marketable or something you want to say or, what you know, whatever end of the spectrum you're on, whether it's business or creativity, um, I feel like there's a million different ways to tell that story um, 
without having to lean into the fact of, oh, this is based on something true because, I don't know, I mean, it's very dangerous because that's there's so many people that are going to watch it and think all those things happened, right? Mm -hmm. You know, when you're watching Manson and you're like, oh, there was a neighbor right next door that did all these things as well, that she was actually an amalgamation of two characters, of two right. people. Um, and so, like, it's, it's things like that that I feel like are dangerous. And it's like, you know, especially the Pam when, and Tommy show was a good Pam example and Tommy, yeah. Like, and we, we took it as fact, right? Because we didn't yeah. know the details. We're yeah. like, oh, that must be what happened. And then I watched her documentary and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. And so it's, it's, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's, I think it, it can be dangerous. I mean, obviously, when you're dealing with something like Pam and Tommy, it's like, no, but you know, it's not like dangerous. It's exploitive. It's the whole point is for it to be exploitive. Yeah, but it's, but when you're dealing Exploit, with things like exploitive, right? Like, exploitive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Explo exploitative. Yeah. Exploit. Exploitive. Exploitive. Yeah, I don't know what, what word is that. <laughs> hmm, that's a tough one. Um, but it's you know it's 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 dangerous to to have people think that that's what happened. Um, so then when, you know, if they're ever met with the actual facts, they think that that's a lot, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it's not like dangerous, like someone's going to get hurt or something, but I think it's dangerous in terms of, of, of how we deal with reality and facts. Right. But then like, look at Dahmer. That was massive, yeah, was, you know, and yeah. and this that's some serious shit. Well, Same as slave yeah. trading. Like we're not talking about light things, or we're not yeah. talking about like, oh, they said this person was an alcoholic when they were, and it's like, all right, that's not really hurting anybody. But when you're talking about people that actually died, you know, it's like yeah. you think you'd want to be more accurate. But my point was that like, why the push to boycott this and not every other film that does that? You know, I I I respect that they made the movie because I can't imagine that that was an easy sell. You sure. have yeah. a movie where you're like, okay, is this going to appeal to anybody who is not African-American, black, African, or yeah. or in the African continent, or, uh, you know, identifies as African-American? Like, is this going to be something that's exciting in mass yeah. to anyone outside of that group? Probably not. No. Uh, white women? No. Asian women? No. <laughs> Hispanic women? No, probably not. You know, like, it's not It's not a big sell there. Mm -hmm. Well, we know that's not a big sell for men, for white men. And I'd imagine it's probably not even... I was uh, eager to see it, though. Yeah, because you Viola Davis. But, I mean, it's. I imagine it's probably also a, a difficult sell even for for black men. Right. Because it's a movie about women. That's not like where women are the focus and they are the warriors and they're the fighters. They're bringing the action. That's a difficult thing. Men. So your 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 main demographic that that you're going to have that finds that that relates to this is going to be black women. Mm. So you're talking about going to a production company and going, this is my base audience that I am trying to attract right that's who the story is predominantly directed towards and that's it in terms of of cash money those numbers aren't very high they're not yeah. going to be high enough for them right it's like well you you got to tell me that you're pulling in like 
oh, are they in G strings? Can you give us something? You know, can you, uh, you know, that, yeah. that at least men would want to, you know, see this? Like, you know what I mean? It's like, because we do this with everything, right? We're like, how do we take this story where it's about empowerment and then cheapen it? <laughs> you know? yeah. So I appreciate that they, that they made the women strong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That it was about strength. And yeah, they didn't thong them up. And like, you know what I mean? That it was like, let's focus on, on these women as warriors. That's a hard sell in well, in this business. Sure, but I feel like the timing of it is 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 uh is of note too because this is kind of following the success of Black Panther, right? Black Panther did really well. And so yeah, but that's Marvel. Again, it is Marvel, yes, gonna, but but like, I feel like you're gonna have but I feel like when you're watch pitching that, something that don't even care about it because it's Marvel. Absolutely. Yourself included, but it's you know, it's 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 my I didn't is, watch it because it was Marvel. <laughs> no, you, no, no, you're not, you're not a cross demographic person. You know, like right. you're not. That's what I meant. But it's, I meant in terms of selling this. Like you can say, like, hey, look, Black Panther did so well, so this is gonna do well. That's how you. Yeah, but those are two different movies. I mean, you're not given the same thing here. No, but you, but it, but it helps when you're pitching and saying, like, look. This is a uh, uh, this is our this is our this is our core demographic for this film, whatever film it is, whatever the core demographic is. But now with something like a Black Panther, you can say this is the right, core demographic the, of that. But it, look how the, broad the it is. The problem is the core demographic of Black Panther is men. Yeah, yeah, there are women that watch it, of course. There are women that love Marvel and all that stuff, but they men far surpass the amount of women that are putting asses in the seats. Yeah, and now you're making a movie that's, and then look at all of the complaints that the second Black Panther got because it focused on women, and it was like, oh, you know, well, this isn't the same movie now. Yeah, and so it's like, yeah, they'll watch it, you know, like fans will watch it, but they're gonna complain because there's not like this, you know, it's not slapped on with testosterone, and and that's what they really want. Like, you know, we'll give you some female characters, but it's mainly about the Black Panther. You know what I mean? It's about the men, and this movie I, doesn't have that. Like um, the 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 men in this movie are at a disadvantage, right? The women are the strong ones. So you're talking about having to appeal to a very to a subcategory of people that Hollywood doesn't normally give a shit about, right? And they're like, so that's our audience. Like, what's this going to do? Is it really going to make us a bunch of money? We don't know. Um, so I, I appreciate that it was made. I just thought that the story could have been, I wish it had been focused more on the actual warriors. Yeah. And it would have been nice, yeah, if they weren't so lenient on the truth, uh, yeah. you know, because there's a big difference between like being forced to do something and that you're desperately, try- desperately trying to get out of and then being like, no, actually this dude was like very much successful in doing this and yeah. use that money to benefit uh, his kingdom. It's like, yeah. all right, that's different. I just wish they had left him out and just made it about the women. I would have loved to have seen more of that because all mm-hmm. the choreo- choreography and shit was really cool. And the girl who played her daughter was a very strong actor. Mm-hmm. Never seen her before, but she was great, you know? So it was like... Let's do, you know, let's do, I was ready for, I wanted more, I guess. Yeah. I wanted more of that. It was a big coincidence that it was her daughter, but. It was a massive coincidence, I guess, but, you know, it, I, I get story, why they did. The story. Yeah, like, I mean, if that's... the story is about that coincidence, which I guess it was, but, you know, um, because those things do happen. And if mm-hmm. that is the focus, like that, it was kind of like a, a thing of it. And I thought that was. At first, I I kind of felt that way. I was like, "This is a massive coincidence," but then I was like, "Oh well, if that's the point, then yeah, okay." 
because it's like I thought the father of the you know the 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 freaking big dude that yeah. that had uh, raped her. I thought I that it was it a bunch of like she didn't know like I thought it was a bunch of dudes, not just that one. Dude. No, she knew that guy oh. for sure. Well, no, and, yeah, she did. But I, I just and I when thought, they had her I thought that was more like so. Has he never walked in here before? Because they seem to have been like, oh, we're changing the rules now, and you have to give us this and this and that. It's like so you do know this guy, right? Like because when yeah. he walked in, she did like the. You know, it was like fucking Kill Bill, right? Yeah. And I was just like, has she not seen him before? Maybe not. Like, maybe maybe he was never present at those meetings before. You know. I guess, yeah. He I mean, it wasn't like email to show up for that he, meeting. Didn't, he wasn't CC'd on that. No. Um, didn't like ruin it, but I I was kind of like, huh? Um, yeah. So like, I I didn't think it was amazing, but it was entertaining enough. Like it was a good movie, and then and I just also thought that the controversy was kind of like, okay, like yeah, I get your point, and like truth yeah that's kind of a, that's a massive jump mm -hmm. in facts but like why boycott this movie and not every other movie show and series that does this very same thing yeah and just edits everything to you their know, it's <laughs> yeah their their leisure it's interesting because you don't see like you can watch a movie that's made today about something that's taking place in present time mm -hmm. that is um faults right mm -hmm. it's a completely dramatized story but the minute you get past like 1950 mm -hmm. and earlier when you make something people automatically assume it to be based on something like not a lot of my what point is not a lot of people make fictional stories like in the 1800s you know it's not it's not it doesn't happen a lot i guess well, it Versus depends. The, Isn't Kira Knightley in all of them? Yeah. Well, there's all those, but but I but I mean is like you know, uh, the, the 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 it's just it's just versus how much stuff is made all the time. Like how many things we watch, all of this stuff is not real. It's all fictional, mm -hmm. but it's all present day. I don't know. I just I just it just popped in my head, so I thought I'd say it. Just I thought I'd share. Thirty flew into your noggin. Yeah. All right appreciate that um <clears throat> we are we watched another show that we're going to probably talk about next week i i just i just still need I, I need time to process how i'm going to go through all of this yeah. with that show um but um the accountant came out on amazon prime um no the consultant i mean huh what did i say you said the accountant <laughs> 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 that's another movie yep. that's a movie this is a show yeah. um still a, a similar I similarly simmer similar <laughs> no i'm not even gonna keep going with that and i won't even edit it out it's fine similarly yeah similarly boring job use your words IRL, <laughs> um so yeah, so the, I, I don't know. Do they do week for week on Amazon or do they just always drop? I feel like they, they drop the whole thing or do yeah, they sometimes they not do they do have that? some week to week. Mm, okay. I don't know if we've watched many of those or if we found, by the time Wait, we find, yeah, we find them, it's already done. Um, I think like the boys is week to week and it's usually yes. like, usually if, if it's like Netflix or Amazon, if it's a popular show, it's week to week. If right, it's right, not, right. it's 
drop it's right more away. experimental they kind of drop the whole thing so of course this is based on a book everything's based on a fucking book yeah. um and uh so this was uh, there were several directors several writers um actually no i think there was only i know there was only one writer um so bentley little i think was based like based on the novel by and so tony Bascallop, who we've watched several shows with tony Bascallop said that he's been involved in and we watch one of the or we're going to be watching servant soon um which we really like so outcast didn't you watch that sounds familiar he was involved in that as well um and so this was uh starring christoph yes, waltz i did watch Outcast. yeah i know you did um, was that with with your boy? My boy. Yeah. Okay. Christoph Waltz, uh, Nat Wolf, uh, Brittany O'Grady, Amy Carrero. Um, <clears throat> so this, I I saw like a very quick trailer for it. I stopped watching it because I was like, I don't want to know too much. I'm not familiar with the book. I don't know. I don't want to know what's going on. Um, unpopular opinion for me. Uh, okay. I. In in the roles that I love Christoph Waltz in, I love Christoph Waltz and I love the character. But I'm very confused by people being like, he's one of the goats. Like, I don't see that. I think he's a good actor, but he's very limited. Not versatile. It, it very, very limited in terms of his versatility, if you will. Now, I've not seen everything he was in. One of the problems is he has a very distinctive face, and a very distinctive way of using his face. So it's hard to not see other characters that we know him for because you always think of that character. It he was always a looks little the same. He, has the same he always looks well a little bit. I mean a little part, bit. Yeah. But well that's all that's actually ironic because the the one character that I can go, "Oh, I can separate a little bit." is in Django because he's completely bearded and his hair is long. Mm. So it sounds like Christoph Waltz. It walks and talks like Christoph <laughs> Waltz, but it doesn't look like Christoph Waltz. That was a that's one of my favorite movies ever. It's one of my top 10 movies. I love him in that. He did mm. amazing in it, but once he is bald in the face, all I see is Hans Landa. I can't see anybody else because all of the like all of those little uh, idiosyncrasies and personality traits, they're exaggerated. Like Hans is very exaggerated. Right. But he brings that into all his other characters. He almost it's a bingo's lots of things. Hmm. Yeah. You know, and so it's like I'm like, I, you know, he's entertaining. But, you know, that's kind of when he catapulted into like american mm -hmm. you know was with with inglorious bastards and yeah. so that's tough it's that's the the game of thrones it's it's the everything else right where you oh when you see him when i see him i'm just like hans landa but i also think Django as well uh but the, it usually crosses between those two characters and they were very similar yeah. and this character was very similar he was like a toned down business savvy hans landa less nazi-ish yeah landa but it was still landa yeah. You know, it's just like, mm, all right. Um, I thought, like, I really thought there was going to be more. Like, I felt like they reached so deep. And then again, we didn't read the book, so I don't know, like, what. Again, things got changed there, I'm sure. But, like, they seemed to go so hard 
into this exoskeleton that really didn't yeah. go anywhere. Yeah. I was like, okay, hold on. This dude is made of fucking 24 karat gold. <laughs> like, Those bones, yeah. Right? And so, like, all we're going to touch on is the fact that, oh, yeah, you know what? He's he's probably made of gold. And then we confirm this at the end with the toe. And it's like, all right, but what did that... What else did we have here with that, I guess? Well, there was a lot. You know, they really wanted to build... Symbolisms. They really wanted to build the mystery of this guy, you mm-hmm. know, it's, it's craziness, but then they never answered any of those mysteries, right. you know, which I guess can be fine, but I just feel like they might, if there's another season. Yeah. Um, but, and again, I don't, it may be in the book. So, you know, but as for the show, um, I don't know. I felt with this, I, I, I felt like there was so much of it was this guy. This whole show was about who yes. is this guy. And to just, I don't know to not even like give a hint as to like what all this is about. Why, 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 why did he kidnap this person? Is there, it, it, obviously it's not just because this person's a drug addict and they, you know what I mean? Or maybe it is, but we don't, we'll never know. And what? but when he kidnapped, when they kidnapped that girl and then let it go. And then he was like, Oh, she's my friend who's on drugs. And now she's on the streets. Oh, blah, blah, yes. Blah. Yes. Like okay. that whole thing. Like, see, I didn't even remember that yeah. because <laughs> He never, never touched on it again. And then he had to go to this jewelry to see this guy, and the guy says, "Yeah, he's basically made of gold." And that was oh my okay. god, but, I totally but you forgot did, about that girl. But you didn't even like, but that didn't did nothing to answer who this person is, other than the fact that he has gold bones and he's heavy. Like that's you know, gold is heavy. Gold is therefore heavy. he's heavy because he's Actually, made of gold. Isn't gold kind of soft? But either way, um, it's you I don't know, like solid gold bars. Like- yeah, I not bite through that. Um, but what do you mean, why? What do you mean, why? Um, yeah, so I don't know. I just felt like because nothing was answered, it just kind of was like, you know, the the point of a lot. Uh, another point of the show was to have this guy. He comes in and he makes these businesses successful after the person dies or whatever, and he obviously has a a, a pull in that. And. Um, Thank you for that. See, <laughs> belching into the microphone. No, it's fine. Our audience <laughs> loves it. Um, the uh, the um, uh, what was I going to say now? That he change. He comes in and he changes. Yeah. So he he manipulates people <laughs> to do these things, and so like his his creative he... his creative liaison, you know, got her to, to kind I, of right. But I don't think that. So you could look at it two ways. You could look at it as that he's manipulative. That I I thought he was the devil. I thought that's the that's where they were going with this. Mm. I thought they were going to say that he was devilish or he had some kind of demonic thing going on. Um, clearly, I was wrong about that. Um, you could look at it two ways. You could look look at it as him being manipulative, or him pushing you to be who you really are. Yes. That's and that's what, what I, I think it's supposed to. to be. Yeah. She was kind of already willing to throw people under yeah. the bus and she was enjoying the power. Yeah. But 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 then but with her character, you know, she kind of straddled the line, right? She kind of wanted to have it both ways. They wanted to have this character who like fit that role, but then also have a character that is that you see as like the the moral center of the show, right? Cuz she's mm-hmm. you know, basically the the one you see the most. And so um, that can't be an evil person because it's TV or whatever, you know. So um, that part to me. So then, so then you end up in this scenario where you don't really kind of buy it. You're like, why would she do that? You know. Yeah. Um, 
but you know, she, you know, she's not perfect and whatever. So I don't know. I just well, to be fair, his girlfriend was under some kind of spell. That so that was my other thing that I was so... going to get to. Is I didn't understand that whole that whole thing. Like what happened. In and the all room, she needed was for someone to talk to her to come out of it. And she was in some kind of trance or whatever. And then, yeah, all you got to do is shake her and and. So I think what I, I, I think what I happens. Didn't understand, I didn't understand and, at all. And maybe this is true true in the book as well. Um, but I think what happened where it kind of fell off for me was that there were there were too many symbolism symbolism mm. <laughs> symbolisms and not enough spots to shove them in. Mm. So everything started to turn into like, is that a symbolism? Is that a symbolism? Is it like my understanding was like with the tech thing, right? Like they were trying to touch on this, like, you know, kind of like a social experiment with like mm -hmm. what games do and how addictive they become, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Like we're touching, you know, we're touching on those subjects, right? I wondered, uh, we literally just finished watching the show like an hour ago. So mm -hmm. before, right before we started, we finished. So, um, I haven't looked anything up, so I haven't had really time to see if, like, there are other theories. But I thought that she sort of represented, like, like a search engine, right? What she was doing down there, like, having everybody's information, like, cookies and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, that's what I assumed, right? That it's like, you sign up for these games and then you have all this information from, you know, from these people. Um, by the way, let's just talk about my recent experience side note i'm just gonna veer off for a second um you know people say are our phones listening to us i find it really interesting i mean this is still on topic that people ask that question as if it couldn't be true yeah, there's right. still this part of them that are like you know what if they're listening they're like no it's not what if they do i don't like it's not in the sense that extent. yeah it, I don't think it's in the sense that you think it is right where there's like a room of five hundred people and everybody has a group of people that they listen to that they're sitting down word for word like I don't think that you know there's a like a fucking stenographer like sitting down going through everything that we say but when we say listening it's more that it has your information right. Not yeah. It has your information. And so what happened was um, you needed me to do like a, a hand modeling video for your job. And uh, I have uh, the hands of a, a, a poor old woman. And I don't I don't do manicures or any of that stuff. And I didn't even remember if I had nail polish in the house because I haven't painted my nails in years. I had this one bottle of nail polish. I'm like, yes, this is it. I painted my nails and then I took a picture and sent it to my sister because I was like, how funny is this? Like, I can't even remember the last time my hands looked this feminine. Right. Mm -hmm. Within an hour, I had nail polish all over my Pinterest. Mm. Yeah. Just and that was from my photos from my phone. Yeah. That wasn't that I went into Facebook and looked up nail polish. You know what I mean? This mm -hmm. was like I took a picture and sent a text about nail polish. And all of a sudden I'm getting bombarded with ads for nail polish, which I've never gotten because I don't address nail polish ever. So I feel like that's that her character was like like the Google of the building, if you will, right? Like going in there and taking all of your information and all this information that we're giving away to have the liberty to play these mindless games. Um, I just felt like they set up a very deep premise mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. and never followed, yeah. like never gave us the goods. Yeah. It was like, okay. So, I mean, he comes in, essentially, he essentially does his job, right? Because all the companies that he leaves do amazing. So they, that, that is, yeah. that he's, he's doing, he's doing a good job. So I think like the end, they were like, oh, you weren't supposed to see him as bad. You, if you go back, right, and you look at what he's doing, he's just getting people to do what they need to do to make that business successful. And then he goes off into the next one. And, I mean, they kind of left it on the cliffhanger, sort of. Not a very big one. There could be a season two. And if there wasn't, it wouldn't matter because it kind of wrapped up. But we could now go well, into this next be, company. Yeah, it would just be. And what that, what he does with this, with Pterodactyl. Yeah. Pterodactyl. Pterodactyl robotics or but uh, yeah, like what happened with the girl? Yeah, why was she in this trance? Uh, no, no, no. The 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 girl that he claimed was a drug addict. Yeah. What like, was with well, the room that was an office and then turned into this like yeah. speakeasy? Like what else is going on there? Who were all those, those other, other people? Other dudes. Like there was shit going on. Like so, yeah. I, I you know, and and the fact that the company before him had part, you know, sold body parts, and then this this woman didn't have right. So there was this whole. There was this whole. And the you know, doctors were coming in. How was he getting the doctors to come in? Yeah, yeah. For the there, gold. There's this whole. There's a whole backstory there that we're not privy to, and I feel like, while yes, it adds an air, uh, air of mystery to that character, but then if that mystery is never solved, you it doesn't. You never feel fulfilled, and and that in and of itself can be an interesting take on any situation. Sure. But I feel like in this case, um, it it was more frustrating than anything because then if if they have plans to if if this is a slow burn where it's like all right season two we learn a little bit more more. season three you learn a little bit more but that's what i'm saying is that there wasn't even a hint at any of this stuff other than the fact that finding out what there's it's all this like what not why right there's no why why is why is any of this happening you just get to learn what is happening and so well they, also it's not to say that you can't do that because you have a show like servant which gives you nothing for a long time but the writing is good yeah right so you're like yeah but it gives you i enough. shouldn't but i it shouldn't gives you be enough in to know that that i yeah. shouldn't be in but i'm in right because like i want to know even though you're giving it to me super slowly like i'm in this wasn't written well enough and i don't th- think that the actors were strong enough to make me give a shit about where the story would go in season two. Like, I, you know, I'm half invested. Also, I was invested in absolutely none of those people. I didn't care what happened to any of them. The most exciting character to me was her ex-boyfriend because it looked like Jason Ritter and Matt Damon and Ethan Hawke had had a baby. I mean, he <laughs> literally had all three of their faces at the same time. Yeah. It was fucking crazy. Like, every time he was on screen, I was like, it's all three of their faces. Yeah. It's yeah, me, Ethan Ritter. Yeah, it, I just... Yeah. I uh, I would definitely watch a season two just because I have to know. <laughs> well, yeah, but not because that. I'm like, I think the show is so good. It's just like, well, no, I wouldn't I have be to, running have to, to watch it. Yeah, it would yeah. be like, oh, remember that show? Yeah, we'll get to it. <laughs> like, I'll get to it at some point. Yeah. But I'm not rushing to see what. Like, I'm really not invested. I don't really care, like what happens. I guess. Yeah. And I also like you know. So he obviously he had this gate when he walked, but I felt that like he would do it. He would exaggerate it sometimes and then others not. So, for instance, in the very last scene where he's kind of like he's fading out, out the door, he's got this massive gate, which you're meant to 
believe is because he's made of gold and he can't walk comfortably, but he seemed to walk fine except for stairs. Well, he didn't have a toe. Everywhere he didn't have else. A big toe at the last scene. Right, but he had a gait. Losing yeah. the toe doesn't make you. I'm like, you have yeah, fucking you don't bow-legged. know that. As soon as you lose your big toe, <laughs> your, your gait is like. <laughs> so it's just like, why is he suddenly? Why is that like so prominent there? Well, the the internal and then not log- in but others. even just the logic of the of the you know is he can't does he does he. Can he not climb stairs because he's too heavy? I think it's because it, he doesn't have mobility. Oh, okay. Because the gold is heavy and, you know, like... Because he walks fine. That's what I'm saying. You know? It's that you can't, like, he he moved fine otherwise. And so it's like, I would think that all of his movements, had he come in with a cane or something, that it would be like, oh, every movement is a struggle because in internally he's so heavy. Yeah. And and the, but the, he can't like have a stride, boop boop yeah. boop, and then yeah, he, yeah. he gets near stairs and he's like, whoa, you know, like you have to lift your legs to walk, sir, or to get in a car. Yeah, how how is yeah. this happening? Like, how are you just so that, casually that, sitting yeah. down in a chair, like plopping yourself down in a chair? It would be hard for you to get out of a chair. Yeah, and he just seemed to have no problem with it. So that's the consistency was it was it was inconsistent, and like I get what they were doing, and honestly, to me that was. Probably the most interesting part of the story when I was like, oh, wait, is he made of gold? Yeah. You know, it's just like, oh, that's kind of interesting. But I thought that it had to do something with a demonic because remember she had the dream when she was in church. Yeah. And then so then the, the, the priest is in the sermon is talking about ridding demons to get away this and yeah. that. And he gets up right at that moment and walks to the back. So I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, is that symbolic? Like, because he was ushered out you know but on a spiritual level like i i was so confused by the catholicism yeah like why that was so it was addressed a lot with the with the fiance so i'm like i felt like this had a religious undertone to it that never really got confirmed or addressed Mm -hmm. and i think the writing wasn't strong enough to give us morsels that small you had to give more i don't really think he was good at his job because like what did he do like he went through some line items it was like all right we're not going to pay all these no his job is to motivate people well but the thing is is they are the ones that run the company then he gets he gets he it's it's like he's he stalks them and pushes their buttons to see who in that company is going to be the one because we're assuming that he left her the company or that she like because the mom wasn't in charge she was there buffing her son's naked statue whole other weird fucking thing there she learned english in like what two weeks yeah how yeah she spoke zero english only korean and then like in two weeks later so that's why i'm like is is he is he is is he the devil because how would he do that how would he how could how would he be able to speak teach her to speak english especially if she's spending time on this game she's obviously not practicing yeah so, th- like, things were funky. Yeah, it was the it, for me. It was weird. There was there were comedic aspects that I appreciated. Yeah. You know, there, there like was, it wasn't there was good horrible, moments and stuff. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. It was definitely. It was like, like a, it's it's a good watch because they're short episodes. So like, yes, yes. Um, you know, if they were hour long episodes, it would definitely they'd have to give us a lot more because uh, I don't know. It felt like a WB show. Yeah, yeah, it did. Um, but you know, like I wouldn't think Amazon when I, you know, yeah. I, I, I would think this was like prime time, like just like kind of like an edgy, 
young adults yeah kind of show yeah yeah figure out the mystery of who this new boss is yeah it didn't uh i don't know i i felt like and i assume you know we're to believe that he left her the company because she was willing to do unless she pushed whatever. her way in because he had led her you know helped her i don't know you know become the kind of person that would do that now i don't know and also the guy, the the smelly guy who was then asking for his office back. It's like, she got you your job back. You were almost fired. How are yeah. you going to ask for the office she back? She put herself on the line for you because if you got fired, she was going to get fired too. So I'm taking your office. Sit down. <laughs> Sit down, sir. Have some shrimp and get the hell out of here, right? Mm. I don't know. Um, yeah, it was It was like, I, I can't really blame too much of it on the show because it is there is the book. So I don't yeah. know if like how closely they're following that. If there's no season two, I'll probably read it and see if it's not long. And you by read it, I mean listen to it. I was going to say, you don't read books, sir. Yeah. I can read. You see me read. You see me read. Um, any hoosers. That was that. That's what that's what we spent the past week doing. And and uh, you spent part of that time demolishing our house and then i sat back and watched you do it mm-hmm. um next week we will probably review babylon because that came out yeah uh, it's like fucking three hours though yeah i'm not excited to watch it oh <laughs> no i want to see it because you know wonderful people, review people are in it but i'm just like it's well, not something i'm that- like oh i have to see it but i but that I do kind of have to see it because I feel like... That is a consensus like... that has followed that film. It's actually being used as like how not to market your film. Babylon is that yeah. example of that. Plus, so yeah, I don't know anything about didn't... it and I don't... I don't know. It for me, It's not like a matter of like I think it's bad or whatever. I just don't know... I don't know. It's you know, there's just movies that you're just like, no, eh, whatever. Well, that was part of, like yeah. I said, that's been part of. But the, I don't think it was a marketing thing, you know. I think it was a market. Marketing didn't help. They didn't market that film very well at all. Yeah. At all, but I think it's. I think also films like that aren't made anymore. Yeah. That felt like a very like. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I watch it and it's like, well, this is awesome. like you think of a movie like Romeo and Juliet. We don't make movies like that anymore. Which one? The one in the nineties. With the when they spoke the language of the yes. you know, Leo. We don't make that. Like you don't yeah. like movies like that don't hit yeah, anymore. Because, like because that you don't make stuff movies, like that. Those type of movies don't get theatrical releases. No, no. I just mean that anymore. The audience that that entertains those type of movies doesn't exist anymore. Those people oh. are older and they're tired and that 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 luster has has worn down and i don't th- think that this generation gives a shit about that kind of story that's not their thing mm. that kind of movie doesn't really fly yeah like movies of we loved that shit any movie that was about excess a story that was excessive you know and like just fucking crazy and all over the place i don't feel like movies like that now really work fear and loathing in las vegas i can't see that movie being made again raising arizona you don't make movies like like we don't make like these kind of off the wall type movies babylon Mm. i think is supposed to be like sex and excess and drinking and uh, you know and and, i don't know i think it's like too much for 
the people that this would have appealed to are probably like got way too much shit going on and aren't going to prioritize this story. Mm. You know what I mean? And like the great Gatsby, that's like you did great during its time. But I never saw it. I didn't really like that movie. I love my Leo, but also, I mean, I love him as an actor. He's, his I can't. <laughs> I'm not going to talk good. about the personal dating thing, uh, except they will say it's fucking creepy. So let's just say that. Yeah. I think he's amazing, and I've been following his career literally since I was a kid. So it's like, oh, that's disappointing. Yeah. But I Never can't. Never your heroes. I haven't, and I, I'm probably too old to even be in the same room with him. Um, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, like. Yeah, I just think like movies like that don't work. So I think that's kind of what happened with that with that film. It's not that they can't be done. It's just like you got to be really good at it. Wolf of Wall Street is a good example of that. Mm-hmm. Completely excessive, but it's fucking Mar- Martin Scorsese like that's what he does. Yeah. That's that's the style of his movies, right? So you're like, oh, "Okay, and Tarantino he kind of does that too with a lot of information, a lot of information." Um, but I think like when other people kind of dip their toe in that it seems weird and people are like oh, i don't really want to see yeah. that it's a, it's a i mean the cast you should want to see it yeah right but then for some reason but it's that's like, another mm, thing right where it's like one of those movies like all right how many super, how many yeah how many stars are we gonna have in this yeah i it's think that's lot. probably the biggest thing it's like okay we got all these i also haven't actors. i i again i may get hate for this unpopular opinion unpopular opinion but i haven't been impressed by brad pitt in a long time Mm. i have been impressed by brad pitt i'm not saying that he can't impress me but he hasn't i think he has taken the laziest fucking parts in the past decade he hasn't done anything once upon a time he wasn't what made that movie great though yeah but he was he didn't impress you when he took his shirt off no he's like 50 Five years old and looks like that. Sure. I mean, that's great for him. That's nice. But that's not what the fucking movie's about. Bullet Train? No. Did we did we review it? What is it called? Did we review that? Did we? No. Oh. Did we see it? Yes. Did (laughs) Did we review it? No. You know why? Because I don't want to talk about that movie. It's just, I have nothing good to say about that movie. So I'm not going to review it. Brad Pitt hasn't done anything that blew my socks off in a long time and it's it's a shame because he's a very very good actor Mm. it's just like i mean he's got like eight million kids can i just say yeah he's busy once him and jolie got together not blaming her i'm just saying like it was it seemed like once that happens it's like he didn't give a shit about doing good movies anymore i guess or being good in movies yeah it was just like "Eh, sure i'll take that role but like even even mr and mrs smith i was like sir why yeah why? That was yeah, a complete I, waste of. I, never, I don't think I ever saw that movie either. Really? I've seen that entire movie. Mm-mm. It's if it weren't Brad Pitt, I'd be like, oh, okay, like whatever. It's just one of those action movies. But it was just like Brad Pitt. Like what? Do we really need Brad Pitt in this? Like when I think Brad Pitt, I go like California. Fight Club and. Yeah, but even Fight Club, like Fight Club, everybody thinks of Brad Pitt with Fight Club. But for me, it's monkeys. like him. Yeah, twelve mo- fucking twelve monkeys, like. That's one of his best roles mm-hmm. early in, in California. Fucking crazy. Most people are not, most people that are not familiar with that movie have no idea just how deep that care. I mean, he 
played a complete psychopath in that movie. He did it brilliantly. So it isn't that he's not capable of it. He totally is. Even in even in cameos and small parts in true romance, he is one of Drexel and Brad Pitt's character. I forget the character's name in it, when, yeah. who he played. But Stoner. Drexel and Brad Pitt's character <laughs> were the best characters in that movie and they had the shortest parts. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, forget it. Like, Gary Oldman as Drexel, you didn't even need him longer than the three minutes he was on screen. That's how well he did. But then you see Brad Pitt playing a stoner and doing it so well. It's Mm -hmm. like, he was only in that movie for, like, 30 seconds, I think, total. It was, like, three scenes he was in, I think. And that was it. I think it's the scene, yeah, the scene where they introduce him when... um, they come over and he's introduced then the james gandolfini and then when the two guys come i yeah. think that's it and but like i still when i think of true romance i'm like oh my god brad pitt was so good in that even though yeah. he's only in it for 30 seconds i loved him in that mm-hmm. um i just wish like there was he more challenged shit himself a like more. that yeah, yeah like i i just wish it's he did tough, he did you know it's you know also i don't know what he's being offered but i don't yeah. know like it, it you know it's yeah it's funny yeah it's a good point because you think about people like Brad Pitt, Martin Scorsese, Leonardo DiCaprio, even where it's like, what they could do whatever the fuck they want. But it's like, you know, how many times has Scorsese not made a film because he can't raise the money? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he can't, nobody will give him money or well, fucking Spielberg I, for that matter. Spielberg is constantly not being able to raise money yeah. for films that he wants to make. So Scorsese has struggled many times, especially when he tries to go away from the gangster movies because yeah. it's like, eh, no, like, you know. So, yeah, I feel like. I mean, there is certainly a luxury to that. I'm sure they have a lot of freedom in, in what they do, but I don't think it's as excessive as most people think. Yeah, I just, um, <clears throat> I don't know. Like, he, he did, like, a cameo in Lost City with Sandra oh, Bullock. Yeah. You know, it was just like, really, do Like, I, I think, I don't think he wants to act. I think that, like, because he does a lot of executive producer stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that he is just at a point where he's like, you know what? What? Give me whatever I need to do that I can do in a day. Yeah. A week tops. And that's it. I'm not giving yeah. you longer than that. And then he takes, like, the although bullet train, he was, like, in most of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was very physical. Ad Astra. You know, he was, I think, the, we didn't, I didn't finish didn't seeing that. that. I saw part of it, but I didn't finish seeing that. Um, but, yeah, like, I haven't seen him do, like, Oh, lies, fury. I'll give him that one. Fury. Fury. Yeah. Okay, I'll give I'll give him fury. Twelve years a slave. He was in it for like five seconds and really didn't give me it. Like anyone could have played that part. Yeah. Brad Pitt did not need to play that part. Again, he was like, "What can I do in a day?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm giving you a day. Fury, though, that was the last thing. That was the last thing I saw saw him in that I was like, "Okay, there he is." Yeah. That's that's the but, Brad but, that we remember. But when you're in a cast like that, I mean. Uh, you know, you're you're gonna, you're gonna you have to show up for that. Yeah, you yeah. Know, but that, I mean, I just like, like wish. Which, by the way, like speaking of Fury, like what's up with Logan Lerman? What do you mean? What's up with him? I don't know. I feel like he's one of the. I think he's a very underrated actor. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he was in he's Bullet so Train. So good in that, right? Wasn't that the same kid? Yeah, I think it, maybe it was. He was the the kid that died. Yeah. Spoiler. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> still listening remember and then we didn't recognize him at first i was like is that that fucking kid and it was like a part that you wouldn't think he would play but he He did probably just did it just to be cheeky i think yeah but just the movie itself was just like 
I don't know. Uh, it didn't, it didn't really do it for me. But yeah, I don't know. Like I, I miss like, I miss like snatch Brad Pitt mm-hmm. and sleepers and, you know, like those yeah. roles where he like really challenged, but obviously like seven and, you know, like seven, I don't, yeah. I don't feel like we. What's in the box? What's in the box? Floyd. That was his name in True Floyd. Romance. Um, anyhow, we've gone off on a tangent. So also, uh, so here's what we'll, we'll let you know. So next week we'll probably talk about Babylon. We're also probably, not probably, we're also definitely going to talk about a show that I'm going to warn you now. Watch the show. Watch the show. But go in knowing that it got canceled. <laughs> so there is a show on Hulu called Kindred. I'm not saying anything else. Watch it. But please know that it got canceled. And then we're going to get into some shit with that because Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, you know, there's always the possibility that another streaming service could pick it up. But... I, we'll get into it. Yeah. We're going to get into it. But I just I wish someone had told me that. Mm. Because I didn't know <laughs> when I found out that it was canceled. Yeah. I had emotions. So uh, we'll talk about that next week. Uh, shout out. Mograf. Jesus. <laughs> Mograf. Uh, Mograf. Mograf.com, baby. And um, yeah, you know, we'll be back doing the same thing next week. We will. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.